Imagine living your life after 50 and feeling energized and excited about your future. Welcome to the Women in the Middle podcast, the podcast for women who are ready to figure out what they want and create the life they deserve. Here's your host and master certified life coach, Susie Rosenstein. Hey there, welcome back to the podcast, Women in the Middle. I'm your host, Susie Rosenstein, your master certified coach and midlife mentor, and I'm so glad to be here with you again for this week's episode, which is all about why self-care matters in midlife. Now, I know you've heard about self-care. You do not live under a rock. (laughs) It's probably one of those words that you think about with a should in front of it. Kind of like, yeah, 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 Susie, I know I should be taking care of myself more. I should be more compassionate toward myself. I should be putting myself first, that sort of thing. But my amazing woman in the middle, it's also a word I know that you may have some resistance about. So we're going to take a close look at all of this as we dive into why self-care matters in midlife. But first, I have a little contest for you, and it's in honor of two important things this week. One, my 58th birthday. Yes, you heard that correctly. 58 years young. And as they say, whoever they are, a birthday is the start of another 365 day journey around the sun. So enjoy the ride. And I fully intend to do so. So that's the first reason for the contest. And the second reason for the contest is that this week is also the fourth anniversary of the Women in the Middle podcast. So here we are, episode 211, and it's really hard to believe. So drum roll, please. Where is that drummer kid of mine? I always would love to just, I don't know, is there a way I could actually get him to do a live drum roll right here in the podcast? (laughs) Or would that be really annoying for you? I don't know. I always think about it. His room is right above where I record the podcast, my office. (laughs) I could. I could probably make it happen. But anyway, I'll spare you the drum roll right now. Just imagine it in your mind. So I introduce you to the Older is Better contest. I'm older and better. The podcast is older and better. And you, my friend, are also older and better. So I would like to ask you to email me one reason, just one, that you actually believe you're older and better. Send in your entry by August 1st, 2021 at midnight. Just email me at info at susierosenstein.com. Winners will be drawn at random. Five winners will win a signed copy of my new book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50, Get Unstuck, Avoid Regrets, and Live Your Best Life. And one lucky winner will win the book and a 50-minute private coaching call with me. How amazing is that? So please get busy and send me in those reasons. I want to compile your answers and share them. So if you don't want your comments shared, please let me know. No last names will be used. So remember, I want to know why you think older is better. Just email me at info at susierosenstein.com by August 1st, 2021 at midnight. The email address is info at susierosenstein, S-U-Z-Y. Rosenstein, R-O-S-E-N-S-T-E-I-N dot com. Info at SusieRosenstein.com by August 1st, midnight to be eligible to win. Now, speaking of birthdays, I wanted to share something I did in honor of my birthday that felt a little indulgent, 
but for some reason, it captured my sense of humor and playfulness. I don't know if you heard, but Lego came out with a new Seinfeld Lego set. I heard it on the news one night a few weeks ago when I was doing the dishes, and I stopped what I was doing to go look up the information. Like, I had the TV on in the kitchen, and I'm like, what? (laughs) Seinfeld and Lego? What is going on here? I just had to have it. So it turns out that if you're VIP, you get early access. So having avoided signing up for all these years, even after raising three kids, that is, I signed up for VIP status last week, which was free. And at 58 years old, I ordered a Lego set of my own. (laughs) What can I say? It spoke to me. Even though it's a show about nothing, it's a show about something. So I will keep you posted when that toy arrives. (laughs) Toy, project, gift. I don't know. What should I call it? (laughs) Just call it fun. I can't wait. All right. So let's dive in. We are talking today about why self-care matters in midlife. Now, I know, I know you've heard about self-care before, but I'm pretty sure you may resist the concept for yourself on occasion. <laughs> Oddly enough, I even think that self-care for women over 50 can be a bit unnatural. It can feel a little bit unnatural sometimes or even often, depending on you like not a part of your regular activities. And as you know, I'm not just talking about getting a massage or getting a manicure or even having a spa day, although all of that certainly counts. And boy, would I like a spa day. When I dropped the dog off today for grooming, I'm thinking, gee, I would like a spa day. (laughs) I actually said that to the groomer. (laughs) Anyway, it's more than that. It's more than just doing things that are nice for you. It's also about believing that you're worth the nice effort that you would be doing yourself. And as a woman in the middle, after decades of taking care of just about everyone else, you know you're supposed to be taking time for yourself now. You probably catch yourself thinking about what you should be doing, but aren't. You also know the common excuses you tell other people, and you believe them to be true. Now, I mentioned a couple at the beginning. You know these thoughts. I don't have enough time or I'm too busy. And -and so-and-so really needs me. That's another one. It's not that these situations are never valid, but for sure, they're not always in the way. And when it comes to your excuses, you likely don't even stop there. There's often something going on behind those excuses. After decades of practicing the art of putting other people first, it can be downright uncomfortable to prioritize yourself. And I say an expression that my friend Laura said from first year university, yikes! (laughs) She always said yikes. And I find myself thinking that is the perfect way to describe a reaction to this realization. Yikes! You may not even really believe that you're not prioritizing yourself, but if you really think about it, you're not. Now, in my book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50, I shared the way I think about self-care, and I quote, Self-care is about providing care for yourself mentally, emotionally, and physically. It's intentional. It's you taking care of yourself to improve your overall well-being on purpose. So you see what I mean? The thing about self-care is that it fills you up. It adds to your life some way, and you're usually a happier person because of what you've done for yourself. So with this said, self-care for you might just be getting more sleep or exercise or, you know, socializing, having fun, travel, downtime, finding time for creativity, finding time for your hobbies, for example. 
Remember, self-care is personal and important. And you know I'm always going on and on about midlife being an opportunity and midlife being full of possibility. Now, I know if you're not in a good mood, you might roll your eyes. But (laughs) now self-care fits into this idea too. Midlife is really a huge opportunity for taking care of yourself better. It can be a time in your life where you can rediscover what self-care looks like for you. It can also be a chance for you to practice self-care with the same love and commitment that you show to others. What a concept, right? In fact, it's not just an opportunity to prioritize yourself. It's essential. It's critical. And it can be something you can get really good at too. Now, how about that for an idea? So here's why it's important. First, you actually want it. You might even crave it. You're likely to think about it a lot, but not in a nice way, like a mean girl way, full of shoulds, what you should be doing and what you shouldn't be doing. You catch yourself thinking that you should eat better or maybe even have more downtime. But you've also noticed you never do what you think you should do for yourself. You have some awareness of what you want. You have a powerful desire for something. And now you're old enough and wise enough to do something about giving yourself what you want. Did you catch that? Yes, you are older and wiser. That's my story and I'm sticking to it. It's also good for your self-confidence. When you take care of yourself as a priority, it's you practicing having your own back. When you have your own back, you begin to discover that you can trust yourself. And when you trust yourself, the sky's the limit. Essentially, thinking about what's best for you is a step in the self-care direction. And when you follow through on giving yourself what you want, you learn how to take care of yourself, which is what you want and what you need. You increase self-confidence by learning that you can count on yourself this way. This is a highly transferable skill. When you want to do something and then do what you say you're going to do, you build this self-confidence and trust muscle beautifully, and you can practice having your own back all over the place. (laughs) It's so transferable. So we've talked about, you know, acknowledging this idea that you actually want it. You may even crave it. And this other idea that it's good for your self-confidence. Now, another reason that self-care is so important is it's like a sneak attack for yourself to be there for others even more and better than you currently are. And what I mean is that putting yourself first makes it easier for you to help others. When you're open to the idea that prioritizing your own needs isn't selfish, it can really open yourself up to being there for yourself like you would with others. When you take care of yourself, you strengthen your own resolve. It's like you make a firm decision to follow through this way. Imagine what consistently being there for yourself might do for you. Just think about that. And then imagine your happier, more self-confident self. (laughs) When you're stronger and more fulfilled, you're in a better position to be of service to others. You show up as your best self, not a lesser version of yourself. Bam, you're in a way better position to be there for the people you love. I hope I didn't bam too loudly there, but <laughs> it's, it's like, whoa, it's like a sneak attack. Okay, now another reason that self-care is so important in midlife is that as an older and wiser woman, you serve as a role model. I think this is a beautiful and important side effect. 
being a role model or even a mentor turns out to be a pretty fulfilling thing to be in midlife. So when you practice self-care beautifully yourself, you end up demonstrating this critical skill to those you care about. Family, friends, coworkers see you and your priorities, and they see you living in alignment with what you want and care about. Think about when you've noticed that somebody else really takes care of themselves beautifully. Somebody who who finds time to always um, have the most comfortable shoes or to always um, make sure that her eyebrows are done. I'm always self-conscious about my eyebrows because I don't have those. I don't have them professionally done. Or somebody who always has a coat that's stylish or somebody who who just makes a point to always find time for stretching in the morning, whatever it is. It doesn't even matter what it is. It's just that you recognize it and you may even be inspired by seeing that in somebody else. So when taking care of yourself is something you value and act on, they see you putting this value into practice and appreciate the positive results that you're creating. This behavior teaches others through observation. And one thing most of us know about kids, for example, the young ones and the old ones, is that they don't miss a thing. They don't miss a beat. They observe us in all kinds of ways. They'll see the results you're getting and the way you're able to function at your highest level. It can be incredibly rewarding and can also really affect those you love. Another one of the reasons is something that I talk about all the time. When you practice self-care, you regret-proof your life. Using the term regret-proofing in my coaching practice is a way to highlight the importance of taking intentional action to reduce the likelihood of having regrets. Regret-proofing is what you do, think, and say to reduce regrets on purpose. In midlife, it's common to start being sensitive to the passage of time, and you might feel more urgent about running out of time to do things, to say things, to try things, and to be a certain way. Perhaps you thought you had plenty of time to lose weight, to learn how to paint, to repair a relationship with somebody you care about, to become a more relaxed person, or to travel to the Galapagos, right? But now you're not so sure. Prioritizing self-care helps you work on making sure that you don't have regrets. Absolutely. Okay, and the last reason I think it's critical to focus on self-care in midlife is that it's directly related to your happiness. Like I said before, self-care is a way to literally take care of yourself on purpose. Nobody can take care of your needs the way you can. You might think they can, but people can't read your mind and you know yourself the best. Knowing and trusting that you can and will meet your own needs is the pathway to loving yourself and feeling more fulfilled. It really is. Happiness is the state of well-being and contentment. Think about it, right? When self-care is a priority, you're basically getting out of your own way. You're allowing yourself to take care of yourself. You're not just thinking you should do it. You're not just thinking you want to do it, but you get out of your own way and empower yourself to create more happiness in your life. Here's the thing. The term self-care places a huge emphasis on the person who is really responsible for taking care of you. (laughs) The word self is in there. So what would your life look like if you honestly made a commitment to this? And you don't need to start with the like the whole nine yards. Just pick one thing. No more excuses. 
No more only prioritizing everyone else. Midlife is the perfect time for you to really get reacquainted with your mind, body, and soul. If not now, when? And are you okay with your answer if you decide to procrastinate and not make it a priority now? As the amazing woman in the middle that you are, practicing more self-care will help you feel great, it'll help you be more fulfilled, and it will help you find the happiness that you want. I say, go for it. All right, that's it for this episode. As you know, my focus as a midlife coach is to help you waste less time spinning and feeling stuck about aging, empty nest, relationships, your career, and even about learning how to finally put yourself first. This is what regret-proofing your life is all about. Remember, being the queen of your brain domain is the best way to be, and I am here to help. This is what you'll learn when you hire me as your coach. Learning the mindfulness concepts are one thing, but when it comes to applying the concepts, that's when you really benefit from coaching. Head over to www.talktosuzy.com and book a free call to see what program's a good fit for you and go ahead and apply to work together. It's really a great time to get unstuck, get clear, and get excited about your life again. For show notes and links, head over to www.coachwithsusie.com. And if you're feeling stuck, make sure to grab your free guide, Nine Secrets to Get Unstuck in Your 50s, at www.susierosenstein.com forward slash nine secrets. If you or your friend is turning 50, here is a great gift. Grab a copy of my new book, 50 Ways to Celebrate Life After 50. Check out Amazon or your favorite online bookseller. And don't forget to enter that contest. Send your entry to the Older is Better contest at info at susierosenstein.com. Let's do this, ladies. It's time for you to put yourself first, one thought at a time. Thanks so much for listening, and I'll talk to you next week. <music>